I am always that girl, the sister of the lost boys. She saw it in people's eyes before they slid away from hers. Poor thing, how awful, the not knowing, after all this time. Her gaze drifted out of the newsroom window, settling on the towers of York Minster, soaring into a leaden sky. The sun, up there somewhere, had only just risen. Emma was first at her desk again, having woken before dawn, her mind churning, needing the distraction of work. Where are you? The sound of the lift descending broke her concentration. The moment was gone her brother's sweet faces slipping from her grasp, the echo of their laughter smothered by the hum of the elevator. Sighing, she reached for her coffee and noticed her neglected fingernails. Different lengths, a couple of them chipped, and she'd been gnawing at the side of her left thumb again. She was losing control of her body, like she seemed to be losing control of her mind. Her mother wouldn't be impressed, in spite of what she'd been through these past two years, Belladonna Snow, ethereal lead singer of Woodville, had perfectly maintained witchy nails, which she used to great effect as she performed, twisting her hands, twirling them above her head, running her long fingers through her waterfall of fair curls. Emma smiled sadly. We all have our ways of coping with grief. To look at Belle, You'd think she floated through life, making things happen by casting spells. But behind that beautiful, flaky, bohemian facade, she was a remarkably resilient woman who'd carried on in the face of unthinkable pain. While Emma immersed herself in her writing, Belle had channeled her despair into her last album, Missing. The nation had cried along to the haunting lyrics, I dream I find you. Then your little hands slip from mine. Still unable to come to terms with the disappearance of those two beloved little boys, to grasp the tragedy that had befallen Britain's favourite showbiz family. When our family of seven became a family of six. And then four. Emma rubbed her temples, feeling the effects of the interrupted sleep, the stress of the past weeks, the growing realisation that everything she'd discovered might be pointing to that very conclusion she'd subconsciously set out to disprove. Think. Think. Her vision blurred as she tried to free her mind. Let it follow that elusive scent. She could sense the truth. There, in her subconscious hovering just beyond her grasp. Like a note too high to hear, a colour on the edge of the spectrum. The lift clunked to a halt. Henry was probably in it. Normally he was the first to arrive. This week's burst of early birdery was out of character for Emma. But then she wasn't usually gnawing her fingers with anxiety either. She put her coffee down. She shouldn't be caffeinating herself, tired or not. The last thing she needed was additional jitters. Not wanting Henry to find her staring into space, 
She opened the Daily Telegraph, the rustle of the newspaper disturbing the still air of the empty office. Paralympics in pictures. The battle for Heathrow. She found what she'd been looking for, a few pages in. 2012, the year our weather turned dangerous. It was under their own reporter's byline, but they'd credited her. Emma Snow of the Yorkshire Chronicle. Now all she needed was for telegraph readers to make the connection between their gas-guzzling four-wheel drives and the fact that Britain's weather this year had been a new level of terrible. Driest spring, wettest April, floods, more floods. The double doors to the newsroom swung open, making her jump. Yes, Henry, editor of the Yorkshire Chronicle, and Emma's fiancé.